Front Sight Podcast. Hi, I'm Ron Smith. <laughs> hey, Ron. Hey, thanks. I'll be your host today since Bob Barker has died. Oh, oh man. Whoa. Whoa. Anyway, I'll be your host today, and I'll it's say, come on down. Soon. Right, it's, it's too, too soon. soon. Most people are probably going like, who in the world is Bob Barker? Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't watch Prices Right at 11 a.m. when I stayed home sick from school. And why is he barking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, his, uh, yeah, why does he do that? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I so I wanted to do the intro um, this morning because it's been a while since we've uh, sort of shared this information with you guys. Just an encouragement um, to like, share, subscribe. And I don't say that just from uh, pure marketing words. So here's why I'm doing the intro. Um, I hear from a lot of my friends. I have a lot of friends in different states, like all of us do, and family in other states. And they're just giving some incredible feedback. It's not just local that we're hearing this. It's also in multiple states, literally from coast to coast. Uh, and so I'm excited to share with you guys just what the Lord's doing here. But we still need you as a reminder. Like we get into it. I know I do. Um, often on the days that we record, some days is when the podcast is being released. And I myself sort of forget, if you will, that yeah. the podcast is out on the day that I'm recording. And so <laughs> I have to remind myself to yeah. share. Um, it's a reminder to me because we all get in the daily grind. But I really do want to ask, you know my heart. My heart is for this thing to not just necessarily be big um, and thin. I want it to be substantial. Like, I really want to make disciples. But with that said, uh, you have to share that. So making disciples means you actually take the time to attend Bible studies, uh, to take these notes, if you will, these thoughts, and develop them further. We don't do podcasts to just do podcasts. Every one of them is biblically uh, intentionally based. Yeah. Uh, even the one we're going to do today is on the story of Joshua. My favorite leadership character is going to be on that. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> wow, somebody's Siri was going off somewhere. I don't know whose it was, but that was... That I think was Siri just, was saying, I'll share that for you. She's <laughs> going to share the podcast before any of the other front side guys do. <laughs> our, digit, our digital assistant there was on it. Um, <laughs> I think it's my phone. <laughs> yeah. Wow, just looking at the swirly She's, thing. Anyway, <laughs> back how to... How rude. How rude of her to interrupt. Um, so just really want to encourage you guys to, to share this. Talking with, um, just a shout out to my brother-in-law, Greg Crouch, uh, just a few weeks ago, um, was talking with him and how he's sharing it at his church. And oh, that's uh, cool. he's in a small group. And and so it's it's making an impact. Talking with some friends of mine in California uh, at their church, they're sharing it. And so, again, just a reminder. Now, even locally, let me talk to, talk to our local guys. As you know, you probably attended a Bible study that, um, first of all, started as just a group of men, right, Rodney? Just a group of men that met on Fridays, I believe, um, at their request. Some local guys yeah. were like, hey, let's get together. Started on Wednesdays. Okay, started on Wednesdays. We tried to go to Friday. but Yeah, I think I attended a Friday, tried to go to yeah. Friday. And now um, it's meeting, as you know, on Mondays. If you didn't know, it's meeting on Mondays at Cafe Perks mm. in Longwood, um, where, where can you find this out and hopefully be informed of this is just go to frontsite.media, uh, our website, and there you can sign up for notifications as well as we're going to be posting like when the next date is and location um, because we know all of us, our calendars are packed and full and yeah. so we can forget that. So easily we can forget that. But if you're local and you want to put that in uh, for Mondays, Rodney, tell us a little bit more about the time and all that stuff. 
Yeah, we just uh, we meet uh, in a in a room at Cafe Perks, and uh, basically it's a deep dive mm. into the podcast that we've already produced. Um, and so we've we've highlighted several ones in the past that that really people really have gravitated wow. towards wanting yeah. a deeper dive into. And we just we we eat we order we start. Uh, we order breakfast and then we eventually eat. And we break into table groups and we talk. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, what'd you say, five forty-five to six forty-five or something? Yeah, roughly, or? yeah, five thirty. We all meet there. Um, we kind of get set up and yeah. we're rolling by five forty-five and we're out by six fifty. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, awesome. So for and those people, gotta local, be on the road by seven. If you're not local, it would be good to make a Bible study of your own. Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah I was just saying, gonna say we could start producing the actual study guides and. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. I love how organic that that happens and grows. That's been the prayer um, mm-hmm. for this. Um, obviously, yeah, we want to strengthen each man um, as a father, as a husband, as um, as an employee, as a boss, as, as a biblical man, right? Godly man, biblical manhood. Um, but we do want it to grow organically. I, I don't want it just to be something you click and, and listen and learn. I, obviously, yes, number one. Uh, but number two, we, we hope and pray that this spreads because we yeah. need more godly men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. Period. Uh, okay. So here's let, let's let's talk about today. Um, today uh, the title is courageous, contagious manhood. I, I shared um, a while back how I was playing soccer one time and my coach said something to me and uh, he came up to me just on the field and and my dad was there and he says you just got too much um, pride. And oh, yeah. my dad immediately just responded. He goes, no, what you see there is confidence and and it's courage. It's not pride. And there's a difference. And one, I appreciate my dad stepping in um, and saying that because looking back at those high school years, that coach wasn't there that long. No. And, uh, you know, just some, yeah. you know, not, not, not everyone's a fit um, for certain situations. And he necessarily, he wasn't necessarily a fit, but that resonated That's why you with got me. dropped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See ya. I mean, that resonated with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because, and so I've thought about that through the years and even studying in the life of Joshua, who we're going to follow today. Um, I thought there, there's a difference between confidence and courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm of the firm belief that men need courage first and then confidence follows. Mm. Okay, because here's what I here's what I know. Conf- at least for me. Okay, at least for me. Confidence is circumstantial. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I have to I have to just if you will suck it up and just go do some things that I don't necessarily want to do. Walk in like I've got my act together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether that be I'm, I'm walking in, you know, doing some stuff with the family, and and I like I don't know exactly what I'm doing. Um, like may, maybe a hospital situation. Like I can remember going to the hospital early with the girls. And I was like, man, this is going to be tough. Yeah. And so I had to walk in like, all right, just act like you've got it together. And then I thought, well, what's the difference between confidence and courage? Um, courage is character. Confidence is circumstantial. Yeah. So here's the whole aim of today. Most of us guys can take a deep breath, suck it up, if you will, take a deep breath, we can walk into a boardroom. We can walk into a sales room. We can walk into a construction trader. We can walk into our work, mm-hmm. um, and we can sort of suck it up and yeah. act like, all right, let's do this. Like, I don't feel like doing it, but let's do this. I don't know what, what I'm going to walk into, but I'm going to walk into it. Mm-hmm. I'm like not you sure can handle the moment. I can handle the moment. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... It's probably predominantly based on your own knowledge and wisdom and experience. 
Yeah. So there's a measure of self-reliance that's oh. gained. So your confidence increases over time because you've been there and done like now when you True. walk into a hospital room, yeah. you're not really thinking about it. It's almost responsive. Oh, that's actually true. I never thought about that. And yeah. then, but then when you're facing a new challenge, all that confidence that you have that's specifically geared toward a, a particular, particular reaction doesn't apply and you need more courage. Because yeah. that's kind of- I mean, that's actually a really, really good example, Ronnie. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I can remember for me, obviously being a minister, um, I can remember the first time I walked into a hospital visit and just a young minister, I was 25, I walked into a hospital and it was difficult. And I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, you just kind of walk that into it. That is difficult. Yeah. yeah. And then through the years, I've had these very traumatic situations that no matter how many times you've done them, each one has its own like yeah. parameters. Mm. And I walked into that room and I was like, Lord, I don't know. I don't, ha- I don't, I don't have words for that. That's actually a really, really good example. So uh, the outcome of this and my, my hope about your thinking is how to develop courage overconfidence and not pursue confidence because again confidence is circumstantial confidence just sort of lasts for a moment it's as as much breath as you have to suck it up contextual contextual as soon as you're out of that breath if you will there doesn't seem to be a whole lot left i've noticed there's a lot of guys that have enough breath to suck it up make it through the day yeah 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 yeah. make it through the moment but they get home and they don't have breath to be there like they need to be for the kids, breath for the spouse, breath for the moment. And that's when it's needed the most. Mm, And when we're already out of breath, that's when the devil steps in and takes advantage. But when your life is filled with courage, it it seems like you're you're not as out of breath, if you know what I mean, as often, because um, courage is character. Mm, Uh mm -hmm. And that's what we're really trying to build. Yeah. And so I'll never forget what my mentor, um, W.A. Crystal, said. Wow, Rodney, that you, it's amazing that you mentioned that because now I'm having all these flashbacks mm. of moments when that was said about a hospital visit. A uh, former pastor of First Baptist Dallas years ago, W.A. Crystal, was talking about ministers walking into a room, and he says, there's something about a man of God, a minister, when he walks into a hospital room. He says the whole character of the room shifts, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Not because I, as a person, walked in, but because if I've been prayed up, filled up, and I walk into that room, and I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me right now. I have seen it through the years. And that wasn't confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I literally look back yeah. at it, and I'm like, God, give me the courage yeah. to walk into this room. And all eyes, if you will, are on me, but you know what I mean? Not like on me like a star. When they're on me, like we need answers, we need prayer, we need a shoulder, we need somebody here. Yeah. And, and some perspective there. Yeah. Those hospital visits aren't always, oh, you know, it's tonsillitis. And it, like sometimes, mm. like we've just recently had in our church, I mean, it can be devastating. Oh, devastating. You're walking into a, a, a typhoon. Like people's yeah. lives are have just been crushed. Absolutely. Yeah. That it, yeah. No, so, absolutely. You're right. It's not exactly. No, um, unfortunately, you know, we've all been in those situations where. We needed courage over confidence, and that's what we want to develop. In other words, how do, how can we develop? How can we face every day with courage? How do we develop that that part of our life? And so, what I want to do is just sort of roundtable this and throw out some stuff to you guys, get your thoughts. But it's it's studying the life of Joshua. Yeah. To me, he's the one of the greatest biblical 
leaders, examples of leadership. As a matter of fact, if you're talking about um, looking at him as a warrior, his battle strategies are still studied to this day in certain departments of war colleges. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Of how he came up with the strategies, which we know how God, uh, how yeah. he did. But all right, so if, when you go to Joshua 1, it's a very simple statement, and it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Boom. That's a yeah. big statement. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're per- you perfectly timed the boom. Um, like they should have put that in the King James Version. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of his people said, boom. Yes. <laughs> that would be so funny. Well, I mean, here's the guy that um, we know was in Pharaoh's court, and then he realized who he was. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. left the court. Yeah. And he identifies with his people. He then puts on another robe. Instead of silk robes, he puts on the robes of his people. And leads them out of bondage and slavery. And what this man went through in those mm-hmm. 40 years, the mm-hmm. complaining, um, even his own sort of anger and anxiety through um, the years yeah. of leading. Also what he watched Moses do. Oh, uh, yeah, Joshua what watched, watched. Yeah, what he watched God do through Moses. Exactly. Joshua watched every bit of that. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bible tells us Joshua sat in the tent of Moses. Can yeah. you imagine the conversations they had? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I, I you know what times there was Moses asking Josh like, "Am I nuts?" I mean, you know, you know Moses had Dude, to say that. The like, things that he did it was just like that takes courage. It, it, that's okay, exactly. That's obviously right. So when Moses dies, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming Joshua knows that, but the statement is not not informing Joshua that Moses died. But here's what he's letting him know. My plans haven't died. Mm-hmm. And you're next. Mm-hmm. Now, what Joshua needed at that moment, I'm sure he says, all right, I got to walk out of this tent and tell two million people yeah. their leader is dead and I'm it. Yeah. That that was beyond confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That needed courage. Yeah. That and it's not, it's, it's not just, you know, do I have the courage to, to, to call the shots and make the decisions. It's, I mean, imagine if you were contemplating a run for president, the, yeah. the vitriol, the, oh, the, the, oh, yeah. the hatred, the, yeah. the subversion, the, like all that stuff happened back then. This is not a new phenomenon. Right. Yeah. So when you're the man, there's, there immediately the target shifts. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're, you're not just praying for courage to do the right thing and make the right choices. You're, you're praying for, the courage to, to fight the arrows and right. the enemy's attacks. Right. So, okay, so let's put this in let's put this in our earthly perspective. You're going, well, I'm not Joshua. I'm not leading two million people, and I wasn't following a leader. Okay, but you're a dad. Yeah. And uh, you may not feel like uh, you're much of an educator, but you've got kids going to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, when we made the decision to homeschool our girls, I thought, what in the world? <laughs> and I'm like, um, I... I got way more out of I had way more fun in school than I got education out of it. Let me just say that. <laughs> so when they were when I thought we were going to homeschool, I'm like, ooh, oh, I, yeah. pay, I I paid zero attention in all of my classes. Like I like especially. Are math. we just going to keep setting off the fire alarm in the house now? Or is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell that story later. <laughs> yeah, oh no! Exactly. Yeah. So I know. I know. You know. I get that. So if you're a dad. And you feel inadequate as an educator. You feel in- inadequate as a parent. 
Uh, like you, you, you can suck up the confidence to walk into a boardroom. You can suck up the confidence to make a deal. You can suck up the confidence to go into to the construction trailer of people that you know. Um, don't share your philosophy. Like you can suck up enough breath to do that. But you're just like, where am I going to find the breath to be a dad, to be an educator, to to love, to encourage, to discipline? How do I say this? Like, there's only so many times you can quote unquote fake it till you make it, yeah. And then you just sort of run out of faking it, yeah. And and then th- then things begin to fall apart. So we want to give you guys the courage to be a dad, the courage to be a husband. The courage to have hard conversations, fun conversations, the courage to do what is right, not just confidence. Confidence is fragile. Confidence is circumstantial. Confidence to me is like like emotions and yeah. like Rodney alluded to. It's it's self reliance. Right. And if and if you if you've got overwhelming amounts of confidence in every single situation, you probably are misconstruing arrogance. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I think everybody appreciates somebody who's confident in their walk, and and is clear. But internally, what's going on? If you are, you know, if if you're the beast in every situation, you've probably crossed the line. And you're, in I mean, the, that's an, that's actually another great point because confidence is so fragile that acts after a while, confidence begins to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I I think, and so now you're just playing a part. Instead, of, which character doesn't play a part? Character is who you are. Right. Confidence right. plays the part for a moment, and and and, and to be fair, confidence is beneficial. Yeah, sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, it is, but but overdoing that, it, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think about when I came to ministry, you know, mm. I, and and you're like, <laughs> hey, these are the gifts that you have, and 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 this is how they're gonna. And I and I kind of walked in, sat down, and I was like. <sighs> Wow, this confidence is, is <laughs> awesome. I think I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. And God's like, "You are so smart." Anyway, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're not doing any of that. That's right. another great example. Yeah, like it was that that con- like nothing God does leads down the path of self reliance. No, right. wow. so you're like yeah. confidence is a almost and you know you almost have to eradicate it. And so if you're yeah. if you have to be courageous. You have to trust that God's going to do things that are completely illogical, aren't normal. You can't train for it. Yeah. And so courage is way more demonstrative of being God-led than confidence. Yes. Okay, that's that's a great point. So here's how I would say that. I would say, like, face that reality. Mm. So how, how do you replace um, how do you replace confidence with courage? Well, face face that reality. Like I, I remember that conversation. Like you, you knew what to do in in corporate America, if you will. Like, bro, if it was a mergers and acquisitions, if it was what you know, what all those big terms, right? You could walk into it. It's just sec- I was almost second nature to you. Yeah, I'll never forget that when you sat down and you were like, it was almost like, what do I do? <laughs> and you know, for me, I just had to sit back and watch. I mean, I could provide, but I couldn't do the work of God in your life. Yeah. yeah. So I have to just sit back. I could only keep you between the ditches. I, I remember the grin on your face many of those meetings. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's not a work I can do. Yeah. yeah. Like I walking Rayleigh through starting the Waterstone Academy. There's mm-hmm. only so much she could ask me and I could provide logistically from a business perspective. But I just had to sit back and just be like, honey, God's 
God's hands on you. Like yeah. he's, and, and I, I would be there for that. I mean, just sitting around looking at the table right here, watching Jacob mm-hmm. surrender to the call of ministry and, and go into broadcast ministry. And, and he's so much more than broadcast ministry, yeah. but just watching that, there was only so much parameter I could yeah. give. Mm. Hands off. Just, okay, just God, he's yours. And let's watch this. I mean, even right now, watching Jordan. Our our Capital One card is yours. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) That's so bad. funny. No, but like watching that, yeah, like what you're saying, like watching Jacob and like what you said, it's it's not just, you know, broadcast ministry. That's an important part. Like a lot of people think that's that's all it is, you know, like a lot of people think that Rodney's just a... Imagination guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, imagination what, yeah. pastor. What is oh. what is it called at Disney? Those people? Imagineers. Ima- Imagineer. Yeah. yeah. They think of Bro, it. you are God's imagineer. Right there. <laughs> oh, that's No, but got. like they're so good at developing people too. Yeah. Like right. the amount that Jacob has done, like personally developing me. Yeah. And my sister and like every single person that's in the broadcast ministry right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Single handedly. Like, he's probably, I've been here 13 years. He's probably developed more people in the time that he's been here and that I've seen any other staff person develop people. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because he's my son in law. I mean, I, you guys around the table know me well enough. I am super objective enough to not say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right to and so watching. I mean, now watching. Um, uh, even Jordan uh, developed the surrender, the call to ministry. It's a lot like what Rodney went through, but different circumstances because one of age and family relation and having children and so many other dynamics to consider. But Jordan's still going through the same thing yeah. of the call to ministry. He's just sort of still just kind of feeling things out and figuring out. Okay, I, I, there's only so much I can do. Yeah, yeah. And confidence doesn't last long in that environment. No, like Rob, yeah. you put it so well. Okay, <laughs> God, here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it lasted like <laughs> literally like 12 hours. <laughs> I had I had all these plans and diagrams and. Was, but you you have to go through that. Like yeah. you have yeah. to personally go yeah. through that. Yeah. It's almost like when your parents, if you're going into the military and they try to describe for you what the military is like, oh, I got this. And yeah. then you go in and like, whoa, I don't have this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, if I, like if I was going to do a skit to explain it, it'd be like the door swings <laughs> open, God comes in and just takes his arm and wipes everything off your desk and goes, I want you to look at something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, all right, let's let's look at this. That's... <laughs> I've that's never thought it that way as well either. Yeah. And, but in ministry, for, for us, that still happens on a weekly basis. Like, yeah. I come up with what I think are the world's best sermons, and God just wipes it off the desk in a nice way and says, nope, yeah. here, start here. Yeah. No, I get that. But what I mean by that, okay, so God, back to us, back to God, all of us. Face reality. Like, you have to follow God's plan. I think that's so well said by yeah. Rodney. We make the plans, but God God orders our steps. Yes. We make the plans, but God orders our steps. So when God wipes the desk clean, face reality, and just say, okay, God, what do you have for me? Here's another one I think that I've learned that helps develop courage. You, you Okay, the world says it this way. The world says don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And I'll be honest— I've not learned that lesson. I still sweat the small stuff and like mm. little little areas. Arena is the best at not sweating the small stuff. That's why she calls it. It's an adventure. You know, <laughs> I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> Just like rolling with it. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. like rolling with it. Little things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know. Um, I think we've I've grown a lot. I like to think Raina at least says I have and so forth. Uh, but here's here's the way I like to say it. When it when it comes to God. Okay, you have to learn how to make a bigger deal 
out of the things that are bigger deals. Mm. That is it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when Joshua could have come out in, okay, so he was it's the, like, it's almost like saying the, the saying, pick your battles. Okay. You could say it that way. In, in a certain way. In a certain way. Think about this. Joshua was the assistant. So he was used to dealing with details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, think about this. So he had to shift from detail mode to mm, bigger ma- picture mode. Master strategy. Wow. Yeah. He had I to never shift. thought about it like that. He had to shift from that. He was the guy, okay, so remember that when they, they came out of Egypt, they were slaves, and then they were farmers, and then they became warriors. Yeah. They weren't even complete. They began, they started to become warriors under Moses, but they weren't. Yeah. It wasn't until they crossed the Jordan River that said, now get battle ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the Bible <laughs> says they are camped opposite of Jericho. Think about that. Like your first battle is that. You're training right in front of Tra- what you're Training in do. the shadow of a, of a yeah. massive Okay. And, that, and to Rodney's point, like their desk is, let's get out the weapons. God says, nope. All right. You're going to march and blow a horn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I mean by that is Joshua could not, he had to, he had to, he had to make sure the details were there. But if you focus on the details, it would drive him nuts, and then it would be yeah. self-reliant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, you have to learn how to make a bigger deal out of what a, what are bigger deals. Mm. In other words, your marriage is the bigger deal. Yeah. Mm. Praying for developing your kids are the bigger deal. Yeah. Yes, your job has big deals. Like if you don't make the deals, you don't get paid. I get that, whether you're commission or you know whatever. I. But no, yes, don't sweat the small stuff. But you you need to know the big stuff and focus on the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. who is God calling you to be over what should be done? Yeah. Does that make sense? One's character, one is circumstantial. Who is God calling? How is God developing you? I have learned that when I focus on what God is trying to teach me in my life versus what do I need to do, the what do I need to do follows that. Oh, yeah. But if I focus on what do I need to do, then I just I just mark off task, yep. right? I just mark off task uh, versus focusing on the bigger. And then it's what's called I get in the weeds. Yeah. And then, man, once you're in the weeds, then the statement is you can't see the forest for the trees. Well, when you can't see the forest for the trees, then you lack vision. Um, you lack understanding. You lack purpose. And when you lose that, then you just get lost in the details. And when you mm-hmm. get lost in the details, I don't know how you respond. When you get lost in the details, frustration, discouragement, yeah, criticism, anger, hurt, yeah, right, whatever. You Okay, you got to learn to make a bigger deal. Out of things that are bigger deals. Yeah. God's Being bigger a, deals. God's bigger deals. What is God's purpose? What is God's plan for your life? Mm. Okay. Remember, faith is a verb. It requires action. So yeah. Joshua was specifically told Moses is dead. And then he says, get up, go out. Yeah. Like, don't just sit in the tent. Like, in other words, Joshua could have sat in the tent and said, I don't have the confidence to do this. What am I going to do? People are going to think I'm, I'm a fool. I'm going to look like an idiot when I walk outside the tent. I, do I hold Moses' staff? Do I not hold Moses' staff? What do I do yeah. with Moses' staff? What do I do with his robes? What do I do? Mm. Do I say what Moses said? Do I not say what Moses said? Yeah. Those are all the weeds. Those are all the weeds. Yeah. God just said, you get up, walk out of the tent. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. Yeah. And I was, don't worry about it. Just yeah. follow me. Learn to make a bigger deal out of things that are that are that are bigger deals. So, what did he have to do from there? Well, I think this is such good advice for all of us. How do you develop um, courage over confidence? Move on. Yeah. Like move on. Okay. So here's the thing. And I'm this way. When when I mess up, um, I lose my confidence. Hmm. 
Anybody else that way? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if I make a mistake, then I'm like, what were you thinking? Yeah. I don't want to do that again. Um, if I do that again, then people are going to know. Yeah. Or if I go in there and admit that I was wrong, then people are going to see me as weak, blah, blah, blah. Like when, when I mess up is when I tend to lose my confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the bigger deal about courage. When I mess up and respond with courage, I can move on. Yeah. So many guys have failed. I know you have, because I have. You've tried to do things right with your kids, and you come home, and you're not feeling good, whatever, had a bad day, and it's just one statement, and it's not said in anger. Mm -hmm. You're not yelling at your kids, but you just don't say the right thing, and you're like, daggummit, I did it again. Mm -hmm. Or you you try to remember or do this or do that for your spouse, and you don't, Mm -hmm. and you're like, doggone it, or whatever that may be. Like, I get it, right? That you're trying to do the right things, but it's yeah. it, when when you mess up, you lose confidence. But when you when you when if you're not surrounded by confidence, you're filled with courage. When you mess up, courage says, "All right, I messed up. I'm not going to get caught up in the details. This is this is my bigger deal. I'm going to move on." Yeah. Literally, God told Joshua, "Move on." Mm-hmm. Now, here's what he told him three times, which he, he God obviously knew this is a weakness for all of us, but he told Joshua, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. When you lose confidence, you get f- full of fear. Yeah. This is why courage is needed. Courage is, is not there because fear is gone. Yeah. Courage is courage despite the fear that's in front of you. Ooh, that's yeah. good. When you lose confidence, of course I don't want to step out. Then fear overwhelms me. Anxiety overwhelms me. My thoughts overwhelm me. I feel like a failure. Then those thoughts go on repeat. Who do you think you are? You should just give up. Don't even try. Yeah. And then we don't. Courage doesn't focus on the details. Courage doesn't focus on the details. Courage focuses on like the mission that you actually have in, in right. Christ. Okay, let's take another example that just came to mind. God gave David five stones to take down... Um, to take down Samson, uh, not Samson, um, Goliath. Yeah, Why did yeah. I say that? Goliath, okay? But think about this. Do you think David was worried, like, oh my gosh, the space between his the cap <laughs> on his head and between his eyes, Yeah, am I going to hit it? No, he didn't worry about that. God yeah. just said, sling it. Yeah. It he was said, God that directed the rock. Mm-hmm. David just slung it. Yeah. He had faith in God. He had faith in God, and that's, what, that's, the, difference, that's the difference in curse. All right, let me ask you this right now. Where has your confidence run out? Do you have confidence that you can be a faithful husband? That you can be uh, that you can be the husband that your wife needs? Do you have confidence that you're you can be a dad? Um, or do you have confidence that you can go out and share the gospel with people? Do you have confidence that you can share the gospel even in your job? Like I get it. Like where where do you feel like you're weak right now? It's not confidence that you need. Like you've got to learn how to make a bigger deal out of things that are bigger deals. You got to learn how to move on. Like whatever is holding you back right now from stepping out. Okay, can I just tell you this right now? Here's here's what I know about your wives. Your wives see the potential you have. Mm. Yeah. Most, the average wife is attracted more to your potential than they are your confidence. Ooh. Wow. They are. They are more attracted to your potential. They can see it in you. Yeah. Which is why the average guy says, yeah, you know, I outpunted my coverage kind of thing when I married my wife. Like she's far greater than I am. Well, there's truth to that because she can she can see the potential that you have. 
Your wife doesn't want you to always be super confident. She just wants to see you're developing the potential she knows you're in there. Wow. Whether you make a mistake or not. But the devil comes in and says, ah, ha, ha, Mm. you failed. Ah, ha, ha, you're not this or that. And then you start seeing yourself through the devil's eyes versus seeing yourself through God's eyes. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And seeing yourself the way your wife sees you or even others see you. Yeah. Now, you know you've been there. Then there's no room for growth. There's there's no room to get to that potential that... You know, everybody else sees in you. You just said it. Yeah. Like you yeah. were you were reading my mind. <laughs> and don't and, and you know, for those out there going, Well, potential in me, you know, like There like, you go, keep who, going with that. Who 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 is this woman to ascertain and, and, and value and place this we do the same thing with women. Women when we marry them. Yeah. Right. She's not a mother yet. She's not a Oh. You know, yes. she's just learning how to be a wife, and so it, it actually goes both ways. And it so, does. so don't don't get too highbrow with that thought of, you know, like it's mom, you know, hoping that I'll grow up to be the boy that you know. That's not what that means. Exactly. Yeah. No great clarification. So, and and, and what, all I'm trying to say is there, like, guys, confidence can set you up for failure. If yeah, you're 100%. not, if you're not careful, yep. because you can suck it up, and then when you fail, then you go, well, that didn't work, and then you go down that train, mm-hmm. you go down that rabbit trail, rather, you go down that trail level. Well, that didn't work, and this is who I am, and I knew that's what would happen. And courage doesn't do that. No, even when you mess up, courage says, "Keep going." Well, let's use let's use since we're a front sight. Okay. Um, anecdotally. Uh, think about guys like Chesty Puller in the Marine Corps, right? Like you can kind of sit there in the in the foxhole or behind cover and and evaluate where to go, but it's courage right. that gets you on your feet and rushes that pillbox or that yes. that position. It's not confidence, right? Mm. You don't know whether you're going to die or not. It's courage right. that brings you to that point, and you can't. You know that's not something that that. You can control the outcome too. That's that's God. You know that I mean, Rodney. You're just nailing a lot of things today. I mean, this is spot on. So here's, oh, maybe here's some advice that uh, for you guys. So admit to your wife areas where you lack courage. Mm. Yeah. I do that with Raina. I tell Raina all the time, like, like right now, I'll just I'll be goofy for a minute. I'm like, if there was a bear outside or a snake outside, <laughs> I would open that door and be like, get out of my yard. But if I see a frog on my sliding glass door, I call Raina. <laughs> Jacob yeah. knows that. I call yeah. Jacob. If Jacob's there, I'm like, Jay, I call I call Jordan. I'm like, when there's a lizard. I've killed I, some frogs in your house. When there's lizards, I'm like, Jordan, you got to pick up that lizard, man. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't do it. I, you know what? What? The other day, your dog came inside, and she loves lizards. Oh, my gosh. She had a lizard in her mouth. Of course. And I just grabbed it out of her mouth and threw it outside. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, that was the most manly thing I've ever seen you do. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, how funny. If I, if I see that happen, I pick up the whole dang dog and You're take like, her outside and do the Heimlich here. maneuver on her. Shake the dog. <laughs> I'm not reaching in her mouth and pulling. I'm I'm, I'm a, a hoo, hoo, do the Heimlich and say, spit that thing out. Here's my point in all that goofiness. I willingly admit to Raina areas that I lack courage yeah. and that I lack confidence. I'm like, I think you're stronger than me in this area. Um, so I think that's a great, great point um, mm-hmm. that you made, Rodney. You know, don't don't get too highbrow um, in that area. But here's the point: don't tie your worth to the outcome of your actions. Confidence ties the worth to the outcome of your actions. Wow! When yeah. you fail, confidence says you're a failure. 
right? Yeah. It ties it ties your worth. So if you're starting a business, you're going to make some mistakes. The come on, Rodney could speak to this for hours helping companies restart and start companies. I mean, for hours there's things we've started. Like if you're if you're a new dad, you're going to make some mistakes cuz you're a new dad. Yeah. You know, you're going to not do the diaper right. Like Benjamin, my grandson, how many diapers have I changed? And I still put his diaper on backwards sometimes. Like, dang it, Ron, the little tab goes this way. Yeah. I don't quit changing his diaper. Yeah. Um, but courage, courage does not attach your identity to the outcome of a decision that was made. Yeah. Sure. Confidence does. And so right now, if you are mislabeling yourself, um, it's because you're probably filled with more confidence, which doesn't last. It's like a breath that's breathed in. It's beneficial. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't have confidence. I'm just saying confidence never builds courage. Courage builds confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, and, and if you fail, quite honestly, you're pro- you're not going to have confidence. Psh, oh, you're yeah. going to have less confidence, so you that's need true. more courage. Yes. Courage Man. is more reliance, I feel like. It is very much so. It's it's yes. It's character. Confidence is more self reliant circumstance. Here's another one. Oh my goodness. Okay, guys, if you're gonna be a courageous man, a courageous biblical man, you gotta surround yourself with courageous biblical men. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Joshua and Caleb. Yep. Yep. You know, there there is no short supply of the negative critic in your life. Have you noticed mm. that? Yep. There were twelve spies. Ten of them were negative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you you are never lacking for people who will be a critic in your life. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, listen, we have an awesome church, and people are people, but we have an awesome... Here's, here's what I'm about to say. But there's not a Sunday that doesn't go by that somebody doesn't say something to me that's super critical. Yeah. There's, but that's just part of it. Yeah. Sometimes they don't know what that they're saying it, but uh, I'm not playing the victim. I'm not, I'm not what I'm saying. No, that's just how it is. That's just how... Thank you. That's just, that's just how it is. And so I've learned to surround myself with courageous people. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're always right. It doesn't mean, but but they're willing to say, all right, let's get on our knees together. All right, I think this is the right yeah. decision. Part of being courageous is, you know, that mission thing that you were talking about, but also it's, you can be, um, co- you can correct somebody without being negative. Oh, yeah. So it's like having those people who are going to be uplifting you are going to be, you know, also edifying you to be more holy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so like, you know, it's it's not being around people who are just going to encourage you all the time. Right. Yeah. It's not being they're around not those. Blow air. Yeah. It's not being those people that are just going to, you know, that's your enemy. If they're mm-hmm. just going to be, you know, super nice all the time and never like tell you the things that, you know, needs to be said. Yes. Listen, in ministry and in life and as a dad, I like, I'm just telling you right now, every week my courage is challenged. Every week, whether yeah. it's sermons, whether it's, it's it's things are here at the church or whether it's family. My courage is challenged, and I, I, one, I'm watching a lot of people that God is using, and I'm watching the steps that they take, and I'm like, well, dang, they just demonstrated where, where I need to be walking, mm. yeah. and it's because I'm surrounding myself with courageous people. Here's the last thing, you know, once you get courage, you have to practice being courageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, God told Joshua, stand tall, stay focused, and get on mission. Sharpen... Your knife. Sharp, sharpen your knife. You know? Exactly right. You have to practice being courageous. Confidence tells you to stand tall for the moment. Courage allows you to to stand tall no matter what you're going through. Yeah. All right? C- courage allows you to stay focused. 
confidence is circumstantial and it can it can cause you to focus on something else like the details rather than the things that need to be focused on. I'm just telling you right now, go back and read Joshua chapter 1, guys. You need to replace what you have as confidence, replace it with courage. Yes. It's going to take courage to be a, a godly husband. It's going to take courage to be a godly employee, boss. It's definitely going to take godly courage to be a godly dad mm-hmm. and just to be a godly follower of Christ in general. Not yes. confidence. As Rodney said, confidence is self-reliant. I said as well, confidence is more circumstantial where courage is your character. Remember, what God is trying to develop in you as you begin the process of becoming a biblical godly man, like developing strong godly manhood, is your character. Yeah. yeah. Joshua is an awesome case. To, I think I just gave my the three guys in my life, um, you know, Jacob and Sean and Jordan, I gave them, oh, man, I just forgot the title of the book. Oh, it Courageous was, Leadership. Is it called Courageous Leadership, Study of Joshua? Yeah, it's the Study yes. of Joshua. I forget what it was, the title was. Best book I've ever read. Yeah. And you think I know the title or whatever. <laughs> Best book ever, but what, what was it again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I recommend that. But anyway, just as a reminder as we close this thing up, any any last words or thoughts from you guys? Follow, like, subscribe, join I'm the Bible gonna, study. I'm going to have the courage to share this podcast on Instagram. Yeah, There you go. That's the way to wrap that up. I am praying for you guys. Thank you for letting me do the intro, the content, and the outro because this is a big one for me. Um, this, this to me is the essence of front sight, developing mm. men of courage, not just confidence, not just something circumstantial, but men who have strong, godly character, courageous men who are willing to say, I'm going to follow God. This dream may have died. This thing may have died. This moment may have died. Moses is dead, but God, I'm going to follow you. Remember, life may change, but God never does. Yeah. And confidence is in circumstances. Courage is built on and founded in the person of Jesus Christ. Man, you guys have a blessed day. Be strong, courageous men of God. We're praying for you. We love you. We support you. Go to frontsite.media where you can be informed. Sign up for notifications on all things Frontsight. Uh, follow me, Ron B. Smith Jr. on Instagram. Of course, we do post stuff on Waterstone Church, um, all of our social media, as we are continuing to develop uh, the Encourage Media um, social media platforms and information out there. Thank you for growing with us. Thank you for learning with us. Thank you for following and being on this journey with us. That is what we've prayed for. You guys have a blessed day. We love you. Bye, guys. See you.